0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, and all my patron peeps, uh, hey patrons, I think this might be a, uh, like like I record these messages ahead of time for other episodes, So, but I think this is going to be a holiday, um... I think this is one of the... Yeah, yeah, I'll just give an intro. This is one of the Spoke episodes uh, that I made for Spoke. uh, to make sure you have some content here over the holiday season. Thanks so much for your support. And let's get on with the show. Uh, Hey, you're up all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome... This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. Uh, All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, Whether it's uh, thoughts or feelings or physical sensations, uh, you know, like holiday stuff, uh, wrapping paper, uh, you know, bows, Uh, The things tied up in string, your favorite things, whatever it is. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set all that aside in a nice pile where, uh... Why why can't the elves come pick up the wrapping paper? That would be a gift to to me. You see, could you come by on the 28th or the 29th? Bring bring a recycling bin. Actually, they should probably come on the 25th at, like, 4 p.m., uh, but whatever it is, uh, like, uh, I'm going to take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. And tonight will be, uh, like, a special holiday episode, uh, like a commission we did for an app called Spoke a few months ago. And it'll be kind of a fun uh, look at uh, leaf peeping uh, and leaves. Uh, uh, so a little autumn flashback. Uh, so this will be a shorter intro if you're new. I didn't like it was like, geez, I still have some new content to put out this year instead of a repeat, but uh uh like I just recorded this nice intro to say uh, happy new upcoming new year to you. Uh but so usually these shows, these intros are on twelve minutes. Uh this intro will be about a few more minutes or less. And, uh, like, so usually podcast starts with about, uh, six minutes of, four to six minutes of business. I'm trying in 2018 to get that even slimmer, uh, so we can get into the content as soon as possible. I've been working on that, uh, and, uh, so, uh, like, uh, you'll have business at the top, then an intro, which is long and rambly. And kind of just an introduction to the podcast where you get your feet wet, warm it up, uh, you know, bed warming, bath warming, whatever it is, uh, put, put you at ease, uh, take your mind off of stuff, lulling, soothing tones. And then we'll have the episode. And this episode will also have a mini intro back in there. Where, but this episode tonight, we'll be talking about leaf peeping, like looking at leaves. Uh, what could be more, you know, what, let's say, well, it's this January, December 29th or whatever, scoots. Uh, and I'd say. Yeah, it's time for a little leafy nostalgia. Think back to the time, now the trees are bare. I'm going to take you back uh, to when they were bright. And, you know, by the way, all of the tree councils of all of the states want you to know, never too early to plan your leaf peeping. It is never too early. You know, bed and breakfasts are taking, you know, wherever you like to stay, preferably bed and breakfasts. you know they want you to know uh, your the leaves are going to be ready to peep be peeped in 2018, and it's just waiting for you to make your reservation, uh, to peep some leaves. Uh, this was brought to you by the Leaf Peepers. Well, oh, no, that's a different like the Peeping Leaves Council of uh, Leaf Peepers United. So we'll have an episode here and uh, two rules about this package. You don't need to really listen to it or take it seriously. I think you figured that out. And you also. Uh, there's no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. I'll be sending my voice across the deep dark night uh, to take your mind off stuff to put you at ease. And I'm really glad you're here. And I hope I can help you fall asleep. And uh, let's uh, let's get on with the show. Happy New Year. Happy to future 2018. Uh, thanks and good night. Uh, hey, Spoke listeners, I'm Dearest Scooter, and uh, this is a very special exclusive episode of Sleep With Me podcast uh, made specifically for everyone who's using the Spoke app. And if this is your first time checking out Sleep With Me, it's a little bit different. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. And tonight I'm going to give you a little autumn, you know, fall preview of the leaves. We're going to talk about leaves and... Uh, You know, what can be more gentle, rocking uh, out of the tree, uh, slowly descending to the earth? Uh, So I'll be here talking for about 45 minutes to an hour uh, to keep you company in the deep, dark night. And and what I mean by that is uh, you can listen while you fall asleep. You know, I'll be rambling and meandering. I'll try to keep this gentle, soothing tone And I'll go on lots of pointless meanders. There's so much to talk about about leaves, but I won't make it super interesting. Just engaging enough to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up. And Now, if you can't sleep, I'll be here too. Or if you're watching paint dry or writing code and you need a little background noise, I'll be here for you. And this podcast is a little bit different than like a guided meditation or hypnosis or anything like that. First off, I'm a little bit more goofy. I wouldn't say funny like I'm I'm like I've been described as barely funny or all like you know there's a movie almost famous I'm all I'm kind of funny I'm barely entertaining and I'm here to keep you company just like when you invite a friend over or you called and you say hey I'm trying to get to sleep could you just tell me that story about the time you bought that raincoat and they said oh you mean the one at uh do you mean the one at Filene's basement, or the one? Oh, yeah, that one about Filene's basement. Uh, and you say, "Well, yeah, well, that was when I back when I called it Feline's Basement by accident." And uh, oh, that's a great story. It starts out with me uh, going to Finley. That kind of story. So that's just an example of what to expect. It'll be a little more engaging than that. Yeah, uh, but that's it. And I'm glad you're testing out this uh, new plat, this great new platform uh, to check out audio content here on Spoke. And I appreciate you giving this podcast a try. And uh, it's to help you fall asleep, or to keep you company, or you know, some people listen to it in traffic to de-stress. And it kind of works like uh, not to put you, I put you to sleep by just being here. I keep you company, as I said. It doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but I, I hope it works for you. So I'm glad you're here and, uh, let's, uh, let's keep it going. uh, as we start to think about the fall and autumn season, you know, you could be listening to this in the summer or the winter as well. I mean, what is the first thing that, is it pumpkin spice that comes to your mind first or cider, uh, with those cinnamon sticks? Is it the changing of the seasons, uh, the changing of the clocks? Uh, for some of you, it might be football, or you know, go, you know, going trick or treating, you know, getting costumes, all those kind of things. For me, it's the fall leaves, and I live in California now, so I don't get to see those brilliant colors that a lot of you across the country and across the world get to see at the changing of the season. So I want you to kick back and kind of close your eyes. I, I don't think there could be anything more comfortable than uh, the beautiful autumn, beautiful autumn colors. I mean, maybe a turtleneck if you're out looking for them. If you're going to apple picking or on a hayride, uh, turtlenecks are great for those. I think, or, or like a don't mock turtlenecks actually. But boom, there's your pun for the day. You know, or, or a scarf and a warm, you know, like a sweater and a hat. Uh, like, this is a tangent I'm going on now. Just thinking about the West, best uh, autumn wear. But it really is nice to start to think about uh, the autumn colors. And I don't know what first leaps into your mind. And I don't know if the Crayolas uh, study Like, I'm sure they did study fall colors. Like, how many Crayola crayons are named after fall colors? You know, here's a football fan. One is any, is there a Crayola crayon called Autumn, the Autumn Wind? And what color would it be? Would it be like, because that's a, sort of like, part of the Raiders uh, football thing. But that's it, actually not a fall leaf color. But, it, you know, it just, it's just a little distracting, got on my mind here. But starts starts this picture. Like, are you picturing the yellows or the oranges? Or the greens as they slowly start to change. Or the deep reds, like. Or, you know, like when you go into the woods or you're standing there, you're on a long Sunday drive looking at fall colors. And you start to see all the different, like, uh, trees changing at different times and different shades. And like, there's almost not even words to describe the different reds. Uh, like uh, you say, well, how many different like uh, like you might think about two buck chuck, and uh, I don't know. I guess all the two buck chuck if you shop at Trader Joe's, that's a wine at Trader Joe's. Like, uh, but I think reds and wine colors are you know you have your chardonnay, your merlot. Uh, is there a wine called Noir? Maybe Noir. Maybe that's a crayon color. Noir Merlot. Merlo, that's too hard to say. Chardonnay Noir. Maybe that's more of a, a genre of fiction uh, that people like. People that drink too much like a uh, bad fiction, probably. Noir Chardonnay. I think that like uh, I think that's the, actually that's what I call myself when I go dancing. I introduce, I say, yep, I'm Noir, Noir Chardonnay, and I do, I don't dance ballet, and there's a, like I I don't know, it's a fig, I think a fig is like a deeper fall color, Uh current, uh, that's probably a nice one, also lipsticks, uh, like, they probably compete, uh, it, I, I wish I had a lipstick, like a selection of lipstick in front of me. It'd say, well, you're a candy apple, which is a, is a I prefer a caramel apple in the fall, a candy apple at a at a fair, a summer fair and a caramel apple in the fall, but that's just me, and it'd say, well, you are actually not another wine color there we got a like a you're a bit of a sangria in this leaf here blowing in a rose you're a nice rose on this tree, all these leaves. Uh, I I would call you the cold kiss, Uh, like that would be one lipstick. And then we move into these oranges and browns and you can't have a leaf without saying, well, you look like a pumpkin pie spice colored leaf. That's a long name for you, but you're a little bit, uh, brown, a little bit yellow and a little bit orange, almost a, yeah, almost an amber uh, you are sweet potato leaf, I'd say. That's a nice color. Picture that in your mind. Blowing in the wind, a sweet potato, a uh, campfire colors. Uh, there's more than a few, but you, you, that tree that I'm picturing now, has those campfire colors. And there's also like, when you think about melons, uh, there's a, there's a couple leaves that look like that one over there is kind of green, kind of yellow. I'd call you a, uh, whatever, a honeydew. Is that what you you say? And the next you is like the skin of a honeydew. And up there on that other tree, it's a cantaloupe. Uh, I don't know if your, your, your grandparents ever took you on a Sunday drive like this, uh, uh spiced cider that's what I'll call you. You do a good job too and uh, wet sand I don't know is it are you is that what color is it, are you comfortable with me calling you wet sand? How about uh rusted gold uh, yeah, that's a little combo word, but I feel like you leave for a rusted gold. And Mustard Seed, I probably stole that from a crayon. I don't know if any crayons are called Mustard Seed. I don't think that would be my dance. By the way, my dancing name is Noir Chardonnay. And when I sell, when I work at a, a farmside stand, I go by Mustard Seed. When I have overalls on, they you can call me Mustard Seed. And wow, some of you over here are even getting into the pinks, uh, the power. You are like a Pinky Poo. Do you mind if I, like, uh, are we familiar enough, Leaf, to call you Pinky Poo? And uh, Fig Jam, can I call you Fig Jam? What's your jam, Fig? Oh, you're a Leaf. Uh, Good to meet you. And some of you even have a little purple in you. I know your leaves, but would it insult you if I started comparing you to different uh, stone fruits and like you would be a purple grape? I don't I know that's not a stone fruit, but I was thinking this leaf over here reminds me a little bit of an apricot, and that leaf over there reminds me of an apricot. while you with those deeper colors, you're like a, a nectarine. you're not quite the color of a nectarine, but you're nectarine. And this one over here is a plum, and you all the way over here are like a sugar plum. Yeah, we may date. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I would call someone I'm dating my sugar plum. Sugar plum pie? Oh boy. Yeah, well, I go by mustard seed when I'm working. Yeah, when I'm dancing. What did you just say? Strawberry or Chardonnay? Maybe that's what I'll be for Halloween. I, I mean, I usually go by uh, Noir Chardonnay, Noir or Noir Chardonnay, but maybe Strawberry Chardonnay. I think if I had my like a, it, like if I was singing Lady Lady Marmalade, I'd do it as Strawberry Chardonnay. But I can hear the people listening and wondering. Like how much attention I paid in grammar school, um, science class, and I'd say very little because that's why I make a sleep podcast. Uh, That's why I keep you company rambling. I know it's like uh, the end of photosynthesis or something and when it gets cold... But I thought if I were to take my amateur knowledge of nothing and crowdsource it, I'd head over to Wikipedia to see what they say about autumn leaf color. And they call it a phenomenon that affects uh, the green leaves of deciduous trees and shrubs, uh, where they take on shades of red, yellow, purple, orange, black, pink, magenta, blue, and brown. Uh, it's commonly called autumn colors, autumn foliage or foliage, uh, fall colors, fall foliage or foliage, uh, depending on if you're using British or American English or, you know, sleep podcast or mumbles. And I never heard, I haven't heard this term before, but I'm glad Wikipedia can put a smile on my face. In some areas of Canada, the U.S., it's called leaf peeping. And in some places that's, uh, I believe that's outlawed leaf peeping. Uh, w- like when I say, Hey dude, like, uh, I guess that's when I, um, uh, dance as lady Chardonnay, uh, which I just, uh, strawberry Chardonnay. You're correct. Uh, my, my, my little, uh, little love leaf. Uh, well, that's what I call it when I cover myself and I say, do you want to leaf peep? Uh, it's a whole nother situation though. Uh, but really looking at the fall colors i didn't know it's called leaf peeping i wouldn't i mean i, I don't know if I, i'm no branding expert but uh i don't know if i would do that but let's get into the science it talks about chlorophyll and the green yellow and orange colors uh a green a green leaf is green because of the chlorophyll which is uh, inside an organelle called a chloroplast and these are abundant during the growing season and they dominate the color. They mask. Uh, I did, I guess I didn't know this maybe as a child and I forgot it. The other pigments in the leaf, uh, so the leaf's green because the green dominates. Uh, and chlorophyll is what captures the solar rays and it makes the food for the plants and the energy. It converts to it's just simple sugars, uh, It does something with water and carbon dioxide, and, you know, there's sort of just different scientific conversions going on. They create the carbohydrates uh, so the plants and the trees can grow, and the chlorophylls break down during the food manufacturer process and are continually being used up uh, uh, during the growing season. But the plant replenishes the chlorophyll, chlorophyll, you know, in the summertime, but as the daylight hours shorten and the temperatures cool, uh, the veins in the leaf get corked off. Uh, and that's at the base of the leaf. And as that develops, the water and mineral intake is reduced to slowly, then more rapidly. So it explains the s- seasonal, the slow and then fast changing of the leaf. So we're really learning something here. And the chlorophyll starts to decrease. Now, sometimes the veins will stay green, and the tissues will have completely changed colors. And uh, let's see. There's uh, some stuff about LHC2, which is a photosystem uh, protein. And that's pretty complicated, so we don't need to cover that while you rest. Other than I can say to you, 7 chlorophyll a which is, uh, that kind of destabilizes the complex, the complex, which a pro, 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 pro protein occurs. And there's proteases. Of course, I knew all about the proteases. And, you know, I think I, it's easier for me to just refer to it as the circle of life. I don't know if it's exactly what, uh, but how about those carotenoids, the pigments that contribute to the other colors, uh, those are, as we learned, they're there all the time. The green just crowds them out. And the carotenoids are uh, yellow and orange colors masked by the greens in the summer. And as that masking effect dwindles, uh, the other pigments have been there the whole time. That's what they say. They say, hey, man, I've been rocking this uh, carrot top uh, 24-7. It's just the green's been standing in front of me the whole time and those carotenoids uh, along with the other pigments are in uh, plastids uh, in the leaves of cells and you know, sometimes there, there's so much there that they mix with the uh, green to cause a yellow green but they get prominent in the autumn uh, as that green starts to fade and aren't we lucky there and your know, carotenoids are in other things like carrots uh, re- i don't know if they're in redheads uh, but probably they may be uh, this says they're in corn, canaries, and daffodils, as well as egg yolks, rutabagas, buttercups, and bananas. And the yellow and orange the leaves can occur in uh, hickories, ash, maple, yellow poplar, aspen, birch, black cherry, sycamore, cottonwood, sassafras. Don't get sassafras with me, buddy. And alder. And then how about Anthro Antho Cayan Cayan or something? Again, this isn't uh. It, yes, English is my first language, but uh, Comfort is actually the tongue I speak in, lowing, soothing tones. Antho I think I just sounded it out. That might have been the first time I've used uh, phonics uh, since uh, 1984. But those are the reds, the purples, and, you know, the colors all in between. And that's the name of the pigments. Uh, Anthocyanins. Uh, and unlike carotenoids, these are not present. Oh, boy, here's some, a teachable moment here. Those aren't present throughout the growing season. Learn something every day, even when you're making a podcast, uh they develop in the late summer in the sap uh, of the cells of the leaf. And uh, because of a you know, bunch of complex interactions uh, inside and outside the plant, uh, their formation depends on the breakdown of sugars and the presence of bright light as the level of phosphate in the leaf is reduced. And during the summer growing season, phosphate is at a high level. It's a vital role in the breakdown of sugars. You know, the whole chlorophyll thing we were talking about. And as the days of autumn are bright and cool and the nights are chilly but not freezing, that's when the brightest colorations can develop. Uh, And they temporarily color the edges of some very young leaves as they unfold from the buds in early spring. And get this, they are what provides the familiar color to such common fruits as cranberries. Red apples, blueberries, cherries, strawberries, and plums. And of course, my sugar plum poo here. Uh, They're about 10% of uh, tree species in temperate regions. Although certain areas, uh, most famously in New England, 70% of the trees produce that pigment. And that's where we get the, that's where the leaf people that's what the leaf peepers know. Uh, Maybe that sounds like a subtitle for a book. The thing, things leaf peepers know. Don't call, you know, you could call me a leaf peeper. I'm comfortable with it. But they can occur in maples, oaks, sourwood. Why are you so sour, wood? Sweet gums. Why, your, gu- your gums are super sweet. Uh, dogwoods, tupelos, cherry trees, and persimmons. And these are the pigments they combine with the carotenoid colors to do deep orange, fiery reds, and bronzes. And what is the function of—I mean, that's something I've asked myself my whole life. What's the function of autumn colors? Uh, They thought it was like because of the high costs involved in their maintenance would outweigh the benefits from photosynthesis during the winter. But this seemed like a simplified uh, theory. And some people said, well, maybe it's insects or low water or wind. Uh, but those anthocyanins uh, that I was talking about, those are actively produced in autumn, and they're not even involved in leap drop. Uh, and some hypotheses on pigment production have proposed uh, that it could be interaction with animals or protection from non-biological factors. Uh, what about to make leaf peep- peepers happy? You know, so they have something to peep on. Uh, no, that's not one of them. According to the photo protection theory, the anthrocyanins protect the leaf. I'm getting better at it. You're right. I am. Thanks, uh, my sugar plum poo. Oh, sorry, sugar plum pie poo. Uh, they protect the leaf against the harmful effects of light at low temperatures and as the leaves are, indeed, as the leaves are about to fall. So protection is not of extreme importance. Uh, photooxidization, photoinhibition, and uh, they make the process of reabsorbing nutrients less efficient. And by shielding the leaf, uh, it makes it easier for the tree to reabsorb nutrients, uh, especially nitrogen. There's also the coevolution theory. Wish this is wholly interesting stuff here uh, the, now this is just this is based on the Wikipedia article and like to say I know nothing would be an understatement but uh that the colors are warning signals towards insects that use the tree as a host for the winter especially aphids because uh, they think the colors might be some sort of a defense mechanism. And so the inf- insects will avoid red leaves. Uh, uh, trees with red leaves have an advantage because, you know, then they have less, uh, like, with people living on them. And this has been shown with apple tree, domestic apple trees uh, that lack red leaves. And they have, you know, because of their domestication and their lack of redness, they get, they get bugged more. And that was a decision they made, you know, when they tried to. Apple sales. consistent with the red leaf trees. uh, uh, Trees with bright leaves uh, tend to select for more specialist uh, forest friends living in them than do uh, trees lacking bright leaves. And this whole thing got proposed by Double Double, not Double D W D Hamilton, in two thousand one as part of uh, evolutionary signaling theory with a uh, biological signals such as red leaves, uh, is argued they're costly to produce. Uh, they're usually honest. So signal a true quality, uh, you know, you, you could check it out, uh, on your own. And what about allopathy? The brilliant red color maple leaves is, uh, produced. How about some maple sugar candy, uh, that's another thing. I guess I think of the fall maple syrup maple syrup candy, or maybe they call it maple sugar candy. Uh, but the uh, brilliant color of maple leaves is created by process processes uh, separate from them in the chlorophyll breakdown when the tree is struggling to cope with the energy demands of the changing and challenging season. Uh, Maple trees are involved in an additional metabolic uh, expenditure to create anthrocyanins, which create the visual red hues uh, found uh, to aid in interspecific competition by stunting the growth of nearby saplings. Holy alliopathy. So if you're still with me here, I found some other great stuff. And if you're thinking about doing some leaf peeping, Please just call you know, maybe maybe let's rename it, uh, I don't know, like leaf watching is pretty boring. And I guess it's more of, like, if you're going to call it leaf peeping, you might as well just call it leaf leering because that's really what you're doing. You're not really peeping. I don't see a lot of people peeping out their way. Well, there's the leaf, so Let leaf. Let me put my head back down here. It is much more of a leering process. Maybe not leering, though. Maybe like a more neutral word. I guess leaf loving doesn't help us really. Uh, leaf looking is boring. I don't know. Maybe we'll think of it. But I found this uh, great uh, thing over at smokymountains.com. Now, I haven't been to Smoky Mountains. Uh, but boy, would I love to uh, because I hear uh, that's where Do- I think that's where Dollywood is. Uh, But it has this really cool uh, fall foliage prediction map with a little slider where you could see how, uh, uh, where the peak foliage is and where it's near peak and past peak. And it's really cool, like uh, right around mid-September is where the leaves really start to change in in, uh, northern New England and the Rocky Mountains. And the peak hits about uh, middle of October. And that's the 2017 Fall Foliage Map, which uh, Smoky Mountain says is the ultimate visual planning guide to the annual progressive changing of leaves. And they also kind of talk about why do the autumn leaves change their color, probably in a much more scientific uh, and accurate way than I do. Uh, Chlorophyll A, the green hue producer. I I like that. Uh, Nice to meet you, Chlorophyll A. I'm... uh, a sweet strawberry uh, noir chardonnay is my stage name. But when I sell polished apples on the uh, roadside, I go buy mustard seed. And it also talks about oh boy, we got a new one here. We have the beta carotene, which is uh, the most uh, common. Uh, a present in most leaves, is strongly absorbing a blue and green light. It reflects yellow and red light from the sun, giving leaves an orange hue. And then there's those anthrocyanins. Uh, unlike the cardinoids, uh, uh, anthrocyanin production increases dramatically with the autumn to protect the leaf, prolonging its life on the tree through the autumn season. And providing the beautiful red color of the leaf, and then there's Flavanol, which I didn't even I haven't heard about yet, uh, a part of the flavonoid family. And uh, like I could insert your old, you know, leaf or uh, food tasting robot jokes there. Always present in leaves, contributes to the yellow color of egg yolks, uh, which I guess I did. Maybe that like a. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could have been mixed up earlier. And they even talk about what happens to fallen leaves. Uh, they're fantastic at recycling, you know earth is uh, And that becomes part of our, our biome. If you don't mind me you know making up a word, I don't really know if that's the correct definition. But you know this decomposition of plants and trees go back into the rich soil whether through the water cycle or just a slow process. And they create a rich humus or humus, uh, humus I think that word is, a nutrient-rich sponge, a continual source of nutrients for water for trees and plants. And that's over at SmokyMountains.com. And I also found this other great article, A State-by-State State Guide to Fall Colors uh, by Lauren Himiak uh, at tripsavvy.com. This has all 50 states. Uh, so if you really want to look at this guide, I'm just going to run through it here. But uh, it has even had some of the fall foliage. Hot- if you're a leaf peeper, do put this in your arsenal of uh, tools because you're going to need it. uh it has Alabama gold, red, and orange uh, in early October, so put in the time to hit that. Alaska red and orange is what it's known for. Head to Denali National Park. For Arizona, you want your yellow and your red uh, in mid-October. The Sonoran Desert is a place to see those. Uh, Arkansas, you got gold, orange, red, and purple in the last few days of October and the beginning of November. And here's where I am, California. They're known for their golds and their reds, mid to late October. And if you want to, head up to the higher elevations in the Shasta Cascade region and all the way down the foothills and footholds, you know, make sure you find footholds when you're walking. And when you're doing leaf peeping, watch your step, you know. I know you got your eyes on the trees. Yeah, but, you know, take, take it one step at a time, please. Leaf, leaf peeping safeties, that's just my PSA here. Now, how about Colorado? Well, it's you're known for its yellow and its golds. And September's the time to witness the gilded spectacle, according to the Trip Savvy article. Connecticut, yellow, orange, and red, mid to late September, all the way through mid October. Uh, Delaware, which one's the sh- what's the show me state? Does anyone? It's not. I don't think it is Delaware. But uh, I wish I had studied more in school, kids. If you're still listening, study in school. Uh, then if you make a podcast, it's not to put people to sleep about leaves or states or state capitals. I don't think. I think I, I don't know if I could get any so far. Then you'll know what the show-me state is. Uh, I know, uh, like, in New Hampshire, I don't know if it's live-free, uh, like, uh, live-free. That's my favorite state motto. It has something else in there, but it's bedtime, you know. Anyway, back to Del. Sorry, Delaware. I didn't mean to go on a tangent. Uh, red and gold, they change quickly in Delaware. So make sure you get there by mid-October. In Florida, the leaves change, and uh, you'll be seeing those in early October, early November, yellow and red. Late season leaf changes. In Georgia, you know, if you're going, if you're doing some leaf leaf peeping down south, you know, you can save that. uh, Hey, snowbirds, if you're listening, uh, like uh, mom, dad, you know, become leaf peepers. Uh, Then I'll finally have a a nickname. We could talk about it at Thanksgiving. I see My parents are a bunch of leaf peepers. You could be, you know, which sounds worse, snowbird, or I guess, yeah, snowbird does sound better. You're right. Uh, but in Georgia, they have orange, reds, yellows, and golds uh, early to mid November. Hawaii, you never know what you're going to get in Hawaii. Variety, because of its tropical climates. But that doesn't mean it's not worth checking out. And also, uh, check while you're there. Uh, Don't do any peeping at the beach, but go to you know you can go to the beach. uh, But do your leaf peeping in the woods, please. Uh, Keep your peepers on the leaves. By the way, another PSA. But also watch your step, uh, Idaho. that's that's a state I always associate with potatoes and uh, great people. By the way, if you're from Idaho, one of my my some of my favorite people uh, are from Idaho and other states, and they have red, orange, and gold. And uh, head over there in early October, and by mid October you could head to so- southern Idaho, Illinois, yellow and red, mid October. And, you know, it, as it works its way south, uh, so start north, work south, uh, I'm no leaf expert, but I, ha- I do have looked at a globe before. Indiana, uh, you know, I, I, I don't break into song in these podcasts, but it makes me want to sing, uh, Indiana, and Gary, uh, but, uh, like, uh, does anybody go by, the, that'd be a good name for a P.I., uh, Gary, Indiana, and I've been to I've been to French Lake, uh, Indiana, actually, for a wedding. Wonderful people there, and they have gold, orange, and red uh, leaves on their trees, and their are peaks uh, mid early to mid October. So don't miss it, uh, Indiana. Uh, don't miss Don't miss the leaves. Uh, Iowa, known for its uh, state fair, and uh, I come from Syracuse, New York. We have the great New York State Fair. But I think the Iowa State Fair is pretty darn famous in its own accord, and you know it's also great of the yellow and red uh, shades of leaves there uh, that you can find on the weekend closest to October eighteenth. Most uh, specific thing, uh, leaf peepers, uh, put that on your calendar, October tenth. And how about Kansas? Uh, that's the uh, J- is, uh, is that with the Jayhawks State, or is that just the name of your basketball team? Uh, Either way, I know the names of the colors of the trees are endless, uh, especially in the red and orange shades. And in the north, they peak in mid-October, and in the south, late October. Kentucky, bluegrass, uh, but you won't be blue when you're looking at those yellow, orange, and red uh, leaves on the trees. Uh, Be sure to be there late October to early November. You may be blue. Or Louisiana, red and brown in early November, and that's what to expect uh, in Louisiana. It's a state that looks like a boot, uh, a nice one at that, or uh, a very nice shoe. Now Maine, holy moly, Maine, and I love you know I you know I love Stephen Stephen K, and I love Maine. And I feel like even though I've, I've been to Maine, I was there where the uh, tall, I think where the tall ships are or the stuck ships, uh, it was about 25 years ago. So it's been a while, but boy, I've read so many books that take place in Maine and you won't need to bring a book if you're leaf peeping in Maine, except if you know, if you use a read to fall asleep, like I do. And be sure to look out on, uh, for the red, purple, and yellow leaves, uh, you know, in Southern Maine, if you're going to hit Southern Maine and the coast, uh, plan on mid-October and maybe start in the Western mountain peak areas earlier in the month, you know, make a, make a, make a couple weeks of it. Uh, let's get these states some money. Uh, I'm sure you're all good for, you know, buy some crafts, uh, stop at a, a roadside stand, ask if the person working there, their name is mustard seed. It might be me in Maryland. Uh, Known for the terrapins uh, to me, and also uh, the red and yellow uh, colors of autumn. In southern and central Maryland, you can plan on late October, early November. And you know, don't miss it uh, in Massachusetts, uh, home of uh, one of you know original place of one of my favorite podcasters, uh, Mike Mitchell. Uh, the Smoon Man on Doughboys, but also the home of uh leaf colors like orange, yellow, and green and uh you head there the first week of October you know before it gets brisk uh and then you know plan a visit to the western and southeastern uh regions for foliage uh or foliage, as uh you say when you use some of the silent letters uh Mid-October for the central area of the state, where the eastern regions pop at the end of the month. And here we are with Michigan. You know, if you want to know where someone, if someone's from Michigan, hold up your hand, because they can point to where they're from on your hand. If you're left-handed, it'll be confusing, as it is for me. And they're known for the red and orange colors early October, mid-September. Don't miss it. Minnesota, red and orange, and mid-September to early October. You don't want to miss these things. Uh, you know what you don't want to mim- miss is M I S S I I S S I P P I. Maybe I had extra eyes in there for the leaf peepers uh, that are looking at the yellow and gold colors in late October. Missouri, the old miss, uh, uh, the old miss, don't miss it, Uh, orange, yellow, red, and purple. We get some purples in there, your heart's going to be beating with joy, late September to mid-October. Montana, the state of the greens and uh, many other great things, great people in Montana. I know uh, a few people that live there. I haven't made it to Yellowstone, but maybe I will to see the, uh, uh, where the yellow and gold leaves in, uh, uh, late September to early October, all the way to mid October in the West, Nebraska. Maybe I could ask uh Warren to, uh, come look at some leaves with me and loan me some cash or just give me some investment advice, uh. As we take in the orange, you know, I'd say, Warren, I know, don't, you know, don't buffet me away, but, uh, are you a leaf peeper, uh, And in you peep leaves with me? Uh, how about, how, how does early to mid October sound? Can you pencil me in and also sign a check, but do that with a pen and then we'll be off to Nevada, orange, yellow, gold, and red mid to late October. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a that's a bet you're gonna win uh on leaves. New Hampshire, yellow and red leaves there, the best time at the end of September to the beginning of October. And don't forget to head to the White Mountain region in the middle of October. Oh New Hampshire, another great state I've I've uh I've driven through quite a few times. And next up New Jersey, home to my brother and my sister. And yellow and red leaves that are ready for peak viewing in the inland Jersey. In I, guess, I think I said that wrong, but uh, inland New Jersey from mid to late October. And late October to early November is the best uh, time for foliage in the coastal areas. Uh, New Mexico, they have yellow and orange leaves and at higher elevations, uh, peak viewings in mid-October. And lower elevations, you could go all the way to November. And who could miss it? The, the, the state that has the city so nice, they named it twice. Uh, there's the, I know there's concrete jungles where dreams are made of, uh, but your dreams, uh, leaf peepers, are going to be in uh, shades of red, orange, and yellow. And it's a great state for foliage. also a state I was born in. And so many places you could hit the Adirondacks, the Catskills, those of you in the city, head up to the Poconos, uh, late September through October, anytime's a good time, North Carolina, red and orange, uh, October all the way to early November, snowbirds, uh, I'll be, t- you know, hey, Rick Steves, do you have a, a foliage tour? Because uh, I may be getting an investment from Warren Buffett after I take him. I mean, maybe, actually, I don't like doing, like, maybe I could uh, just get a percentage, Rick, and you could do the work. Uh, uh, and I mean, here's a state I love, and and I say this, like, uh, there's so many parts of the state I love, North Dakota. Uh, and I haven't done any leaf peeping there. I've only been there, I guess, in uh, September. Uh, but, you know, not just not just Waldrug, but the Badlands, Custer State Park, uh, Wind Cave, uh, uh, so many other things in North Dakota. But those are just a few that I'd recommend. But maybe one day I'll get to the green, gold, rust, and brown leaves that are present in uh, early to mid-October. Ohio, uh, uh hi. Uh, you're going to be saying hi to the leaves, yellow and orange, uh, second or third week of October. And that's the Buckeye State. Uh, so get the buck over there and check out their leaves already. Oklahoma, you know, that's where the wind blows, beautiful leaves like uh, gold, crimson, and yellow. And it's best in uh, late October for, through early November. Is that to show me state? Cause show me some more leaves, like the ones in Oregon, yellow and red. And they even have a fall foliage blog. And uh, peak peak foliage late October. Uh, Pennsylvania, another state I'm very familiar with. My brother who uh, lives in Philly. Uh, just in case you know this, I know this isn't a dating profile, but uh, you know, just in case there's a leaf peeper out there that, uh, that, uh, I don't know, I'm uh, rambling here, uh, because I get so inspired when I see those red, orange, and yellow leaves in early October, all the way to mid-October, and if you had south, you could wait till the last two weeks of October. That's the Keystone State, I believe, I've because I see a lot of, uh, uh Pennsylvania license plates, uh, and Rhode Island, they've got the red and orange. Uh, and you could head there in mid to late October, but don't wait because uh, Rhode Island's a great state. Uh, you know, another great state is, is South Carolina. And there's no better time than late October to early November to view the stunning foliage, uh, yellow and orange in uh, South Carolina. South Dakota. I may have okay. Here's a here's a little admission. I may have. I don't think I mixed up. Uh, I did. Unfortunately, I guess. I this will be my first apology. This episode, I did mix up South and North Dakota. I believe. So my apologies to everyone from South Dakota and North Dakota. You're both great states. Uh, so great. I uh I, I uh may have confused you two. Uh, Because I'm so overwhelmed with your beauty. And you know what beauty I'd like to see is the crimson, gold, orange, and burgundy in mid-October when you're at your peak. Um, uh, Two great states that go great together, North and South Dakota. Uh, By the way, if you're going to make a trip, hit them both uh, because they're both full of great people. Uh, Most forgiving people in the U.S. uh, uh, for podcasts or mistakes. And then Tennessee. It's uh, the state who's uh, I think I associate with uh, uh, the Mannings. Uh, uh, I don't know which one, Peyton or Eli, and because I've seen them, uh, you know, tweeting about how much they love the red and yellow leaves that peak in uh, the mountain regions in October all the way to November. And, you know, I hate to pander, but, you know, what I learned from Pee Wee Herman one time, the leaves at night and at day are big and bright. uh, Deep in the heart of Texas, they're red and yellow. And you can find them an entire month of October's prime. And they peak the late October. Uh, So don't miss it. And, you know, don't miss your chance to see the yellow and red uh, uh, leaves in Utah along with some of their spectacular state parks there. And it gets underway early September all the way to November, you know, depending on elevation north and south. Uh, do yourself a favor and drive around Utah looking at leaves. And then there's Vermont, home of fish, but also home of in Ben and Jerry's, of course, uh, and other things like, uh, like orange, purple, and red leaves. Uh, Bernie, yeah, of course, I guess part of my brain is a big fan of the state of Vermont. Why wouldn't I be? Uh, Because you could go all the way from the last week of September all the way to mid-October. And you could check out their foliage reports right on their state's website. uh, And don't miss it. And, you know, do do the Ben and Jerry's factory tour if they still have it, uh, ice cream and leaves. They go great together separately. Not together, actually. Uh, Ice cream and leaves. Uh, Leave your leaves off the ice cream. And keep your eyes on leaves, except when you're walking. Uh, That's a message from Sleep With Me podcast. And here's another message. Uh, Put the government business aside and head over to Virginia, where you can see yellow, orange, uh, purple, and red leaves uh, all the way mid-October to to November. And uh, Shenandoah National Park is uh, via the Blue Ridge Parkway, is a way to do it. And as we, you know, as our journey winds to a close, what better state to check out than Washington? Uh, you really can't go wrong with the yellows and reds there that begin in mid September and peak in mid October. Uh, but you also, if you feel like a mountaineer, you might be in West Virginia. And you might be checking out the orange, yellow, and reds, uh, that peak in late September to late October, uh, West Virginia. Uh, you know, that's one of the places in the Smoky I think the Smoky Mountains do go there. And that's where I sing, uh, you know, Take Me Home Country Road. But another place I'd like to take me home is Wisconsin with its orange and yellow leaves. Uh, that peak in uh, mid-October, you can't miss it. Uh, and by the way, when you're in Wisconsin, have some cheese. Uh, you know, like uh, can't, the, the great cheese, great people, Wisconsin, and a lot of other positive qualities, uh, including great leaves. Uh, but why ask why? Head to why, you know, and why pander to every state, but why not? Uh, head to Wyoming, finally. You know, we don't have any states that I know of that start with a Z. Or do we have any states that start, with, I guess not with a Y, but Y, Wyoming starts with a W, then a Y. And when you see those leaves, you're going gonna to say, wow, 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 Wyoming with the yellows and the reds uh, that peak all the way in early to mid-October. And if you want to find out more about that, you could go to tripsavvy.com and check out this article, and you know check out the fall colors. Uh, if you're still with me, there, just picture a winding road, uh, peaks and valleys, green holiday trees. Those are those are not deciduous trees; those are evergreen trees. But spotted between them are yellows. In reds, ruby, ruby reds. Uh, all, you know, the colors of the gummies, just like a gummy family, you've got those juicy orange colors. The warm campfire red, orange, uh, burnt umber. Yes, yes, Crayola, representative from the Crayola Corporation wanted me to mention burnt umber. It's still a crayon color, at least in my mind, and it's a great color for a leaf. Uh, and also, the Umbers—they uh, want to know that they still support the North, uh, even though it doesn't have anything to do with anything. I'm just reading in the scroll that came in from a Raven from the Crayola Corporation, but I guess uh, the Umbers are working there. So, if you're the whether you're the king in the North. Or, you know, the queen of the Andals and the first men. Or you're just, you know, regular Joe like me. Or a Jane or a Jimmy or a Jan. Or your name doesn't start with J. It starts with Y-O-U-U. Whomever you are. uh, Those leaf colors, uh, they're lovely. So many different colors. So much Diversity uh, to soak in so much beauty, so much richness, uh, and we didn't even co- cover the different shapes of leaves and can, you know, the different, uh, ways they move, the sounds they make, uh, how it feels to jump in a bed of beautiful, colorful leaves, uh, with a belly full of uh, caramel, what is that called? A caramel-covered thing, apple, uh, some apple cider, some pumpkin pie spice, uh, all those things, all those leaves, uh, so restful, even as we turn out the night light and you just see the leaves in your mind, uh, falling slowly from the trees, swaying slowly out your window as you drive by, uh, accumulating in a pile, waiting for a young person to run and jump in, or skittering and scraping down the street and making that reassuring, uh, comforting sound. The, the season has changed that you're in the warm embrace of autumn, that you're there safe and comfortable in your bed, a nice warm place, uh, warmed by the colors of the leaves, warmed by the smile on your face. uh, And maybe maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, maybe next year I'll do that Rick Steves Leaf Peepers Tour uh, though I hear that's also a comedy tour. I don't know who he's going to have on that circuit, uh, the leaf peepers comedy tour. And, uh, but, uh, you, you know, it's going to hit every state and it's going to be good. And I want to thank you for listening to this, uh, exclusive, uh, sleep with me autumn episode presented by spoke, uh, And if you want to hear more content, uh, exclusive content uh, here on Spoke uh, from other Feral shows, uh, be sure to check out hearspoke.com slash Feral Audio. Or you got to check out uh, some of Spoke's awesome playlists uh, like tomorrow if you're going to be looking for the opposite of Sleep With Me. I try the Spoke original show called AM with Amber. It's a quick rundown of the news of the day. And there's also this great playlist I'm enjoying, Line Break, which is all about poetry. So relaxing. And as I've been talking about, if you're having a rough day, check out the Best Medicine playlist. It'll guarantee guaranteed to put you in a good mood. And I know a lot of you listeners love history. So check out the looking back playlist made for all those history buffs out there, uh, featuring stories that bring history to life. And, uh, you know, they probably, you know, a history buff, uh, probably knows more about chlorophyll than I do. There was just an imaginary history buff in my head that said, uh, you have too much chlorophyll between your ears. And I said, well, I'm just here to, uh, help uh, everyone leaf peepers and leaf lovers, uh, and just leaf appreciators, uh, and you, anyone sleepless? Uh, you know, maybe you just, uh, maybe you're just a leaf, uh, a j- leaf adjacent. Uh, I'm here to help you fall asleep, and I'm glad you joined me. Thanks again for listening to this exclusive episode, and I hope you have fun exploring more great podcasts here on Spoke. Uh, good night.